You're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. One of the biggest, one of the most contentious arguments, debates that we have right now is over gender dysphoria, gender ideology, so-called transgender issues. But before we get to the policy part and the education part, shouldn't we talk about the, the medical and the biology part? That's crucial, and I think it's getting lost a lot. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. There is a new book that's out that you may want to check out, and frankly, anybody who knows children of school age or parents who have children who are school age may want to check out the book Lost in Trans Nation, A Child Psychiatrist Guide Out of the Madness, and it was written by Dr. Marion Grossman, who joins me right now. And uh, Dr. Grossman, first of all, thank you so much for being on the program. And secondly, I want to let everybody know where, where I kind of want to focus here. You're an actual medical doctor. Uh, you are a child psychiatrist. You work with children who have these sort of dysphoria issues. And so if it's all right, I know there's a lot of people arguing about the politics of it and everything. I really want to get your perspective on the medicine and, and the, the uh, biology and the scientific side of things. Oh, of course, Mike. That would that's perfect. Since I am a medical doctor, and thank you, by the way, for for having me. Well, let's start with just the the realities and what are, I guess, dysphoric uh, misconceptions. Uh, we're being told right now that a child of whatever age can basically have a mismatch between their their emotions, their mind, their brain and their body. And when that happens, then we need to focus on the child's intellect and emotions. How does this line up with the actual science that we have right now, medical science? Okay. So from the get-go, let's just get the basic science, the hard science down, science that we've been aware of for a long, long time, which is number one, There are two sexes, male and female. Sex is based on whether a person's body is designed around producing sperm or eggs. Those are the two possibilities. Your body is designed, or actually any any mammal, okay, we're mammals, right? So mammals are sexually dimorphic. And what that means that all mammals are either male or female, their bodies are designed either to produce sperm or eggs. Those are the two possibilities. Now, whether you are male or female is determined at conception. When the egg and the sperm unite, it produces either a male or a female. Uh, Now, the proponents of gender ideology will point to the fact that there are some people that do not fit, as they may say, uh, easily into those categories of male and female. There are people that are intersex. Their genitalia are ambiguous. Uh, They may not produce eggs or sperm, but that does not matter. Uh, What they are doing is trying to create a different picture of what sex means. But sex has always meant in mammals, either male or female. 
Now, this is all objective science. You can, you know, you can look, you can see this under the microscope or, or even without a microscope, right? The, you know, we can, we, we, we can observe these things, we can measure them, we can uh, do, you know, experiments and research. So this is hard science. Now, uh, what happened here is that there's an ideology, a belief system. That's what I see it as because it's more like a religion than anything else. And it has quite irrational and even bizarre beliefs, such as that there are, uh, that sex is on a spectrum and that there are many, many options that exist between, aside from male and female. And that uh, we have something called gender identity, which is our, not our physical sex, but our so, sort of psychological sex, how we feel. And that that gender identity is more important than our physical identity. So I know that this is maybe I'm throwing in a, a little bit too much over here, but you, I wanted to start with the hard science. In sex is established at conception, and it is permanent. It cannot be changed. And so when somebody says, but it's important that we affirm the identity of this child, there's a lot of pressure on people like you to do this thing. But if you don't affirm it, then you risk suicide and, and self-harm and other things. So when somebody says something like that that conflicts with all the hard science you just laid out, what's the thing they should keep in mind? What's the reaction? Well, what they should keep in mind is that there is no evidence of any sort of uh, epidemic of suicide in these kids. In fact, the risk of suicide may even be higher if they do go through the process of what they're calling affirmation, which is an Orwellian term. And I say it's Orwellian because when you affirm somebody's uh, perception of themselves as being different than their bodies, that means you're denying their biology. You're denying their physical reality. So this word affirmation, which is a relatively new one, these ideas, as I explain in my book, Lost in Transnation, these are not new ideas. I discovered them when I studied sex education 15 years ago. It's only now that we have this tsunami of cases up 5,000%, the number of kids who are claiming to be something other than their biology, that now everyone is focused on this. Now, I wrote the book because I realized in seeing families in my office who are dealing with this, there's a, there's a chasm between what families know, what the public is told, and, and the information that truly they need to have. There is a huge debate that is raging within the medical field and within the mental health field over what this is all about. What, what, what is it? Where did it come from? Why do we suddenly have so many kids that are, that are choosing to, uh, to, to go down this path of identifying as something other than what their bodies are? Where did it come from? And most importantly, how do we help them? Because they are in distress and their families are in distress. So what I want to 
underscore here and what I do in the book, I want people to know there's a debate. The science is not settled. We're being led to believe that it is. We have people like Dr. Admiral Rachel Levine from Health and Human Services standing up and telling parents the best thing you can do for your child who is struggling with this issue is to accept their new identity and put them on the path toward medical interventions. And Dr. Levine emphasizes that everything is safe and, you know, that there's a medical consensus. And I am, I want more than anything for parents to understand there is no consensus. In fact, countries uh, like Sweden, Finland, Norway, and England, and now also Denmark is, is looking at it, they're, they've done a deep dive into the research and into the data, and they have all concluded the same thing. These kids need psychotherapy. They don't need to have their puberties blocked, and they don't need to be on opposite sex hormones. All these very serious medical uh, impacts on the body of a healthy child. We are starting off here with healthy children, physically healthy children, who have an emotional condition, trying to treat that emotional condition by changing the body. The book is called Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist Guide Out of the Madness. Dr. Marion Grossman, thank you so much for being on the program. Uh, what's the website for people to either find the book or get in touch with you and keep up with your work or maybe some social media contacts? The website is miriamgrossmanmd.com. There's also a link there to Amazon where you can get the book. Try and please get the book through my website because uh, there's all sorts of issues on Amazon. There are bogus books that are up there trying to trick you into buying the wrong book. Barnes & Noble is censoring the book. I wouldn't even try Barnes & Noble. My Twitter is Miriam underscore Grossman. Please, parents, find out what you need to know so that you are not blindsided by so many families that I have worked with and they regret not having all the information. All right, Dr. Miriam Grossman, thank you so much for the time and uh, the perspective. Sure. Thank you so much. I know that there are some things that she said that some people are going to disagree with strongly. Let me know what your reaction is. Find me on Facebook, American Viewpoints, or on Twitter at AVP Radio Show. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week.